Hello, I'm Rhonda Nowak for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. This is The Literary Gardener for September 26, 2019. The topic this time is what to do about uninvited diggers in the garden. To dig in one's own earth with one's own spade, does life hold anything better? Beverly Nichols, Down the Garden Path, 1932. I agree with Beverly Nichols that digging in the earth is one of the most sublime pleasures of gardening. However, there's an important distinction between digging in the garden with one's own spade and having uninvited visitors of the animal kind poking about. I've had a lot of experience with diggers in my garden, my two dogs, pet rabbits, neighborhood cats, turkeys, rats, ground squirrels, moles, voles, and most recently, three young raccoons. The raccoons have made themselves at home in the laurel hedge bordering our property in East Medford. They found a steady supply of insects and earthworms underneath rocks lining the garden paths and beds, and they relish a morning swim in the backyard pond. They hiss at the dogs, and they cast baleful, beady bright eyes at me if I dare to disturb their activities. The raccoons have to go, but how does one go about removing them safely and humanely? For answers, I spoke with Dana Sanchez, Ph.D., Associate Professor and Wildlife Specialist for the OSU Extension Service. Dana told me that capturing the raccoons and releasing them elsewhere is illegal in Oregon. That's because releasing animals in another place frequently only transfers the nuisance to someone else. Also, introducing new animals may spread disease and disturb the ecological balance at the relocation site. Relocated wildlife often doesn't survive. In fact, raccoons are listed in the Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife's fur bear category, along with red and gray foxes, otters, beavers, and bobcats. A permit is required from the ODFW in order to capture and euthanize any of these animals on your property. Alternatively, homeowners can contact a licensed wildlife control operator to remove and euthanize the animals. For permitting and WCO contact information, visit the ODFW website or check online for local WCO listings. An ODFW permit is not required for on-site capture and on-site euthanasia of those listed as predatory animals, coyotes, rabbits, rodents, feral pigs as defined by the Oregon Department of Agriculture, starlings, house sparrows, and Eurasian collared doves. In addition, permits aren't required for on-site capture and euthanasia of species the ODFW classifies as unprotected mammals, badgers, gophers, moles, yellow-bellied marmots, nutria, possum, porcupine, spotted and striped skunks, and weasels. If any live species of predatory or unprotected animal is to be transported off-site for euthanasia, a transport permit is required from the ODFW Regional Office in Central Point. The phone number is 541-826-8774. However, before setting out a trap or calling wildlife control, Dana suggests five important considerations for effective management of diggers. The first is to correctly identify the nuisance animal. 
It's important to know for sure what kind of animal you're dealing with, even though identification may be difficult if the animal is nocturnal. Scat may be useful, as well as other telltale signs of the animal's presence. For example, moles are insectivores and they leave hills of dirt from cleaning out their dens. Voles are herbivorous. They gnaw on plants and create one inch holes in the ground for their burrows. Two, understand the animal's ecology. In addition to learning what the nuisance animals eat, it's also helpful to know their annual and seasonal life cycles, their modes of travel, and how they reproduce. Ground squirrels, for example, are herbivorous, where, when tender green plants are plentiful, but they switch to eating grains and seeds later in the year. Adult ground squirrels hibernate and bear their young in burrows, whereas juvenile ground squirrels are not yet capable of storing up enough body fat to allow them to overwinter underground. It's also important to understand how the animal provides ecological services. Gophers, moles, voles, and many other diggers are native species that play a vital role in maintaining ecological balance in our area. Even though diggers can become a nuisance in our garden, they also provide benefits to the soil, mixing up soil layers and bringing nutrients to the surface so plants can make use of them, depositing nitrogen and aerating the soil, which increases the soil's capacity to absorb moisture. Number three, assess the extent of the nuisance. Knowing that many nuisance diggers are a natural part of the landscape, gardeners may want to adjust their expectations for managing them. Rather than trying to eradicate all the nuisance animals from your property, a more feasible plan may be to exclude them from particular areas or accept minimal damage as a part of gardening and coexistence with wildlife. Number four, modify your on-site habitat. Oftentimes, gardeners inadvertently create the ideal habitat for uninvited wildlife by leaving out cat or dog food, throwing table scraps in an open compost bin, leaving trash can lids loose, and bird feeders accessible. Ponds, fountains, and water bowls provide drinking water. Habitat modification includes removing as many incentives as possible, as well as blocking gaps and fences and gates, covering up open vents leading to attics and crawl spaces, using straps to secure your trash can lids, placing one half inch hardware cloth at the bottom of your raised beds, and fencing off garden plots. Whether a tall or short fence is needed depends on the nuisance animal. Fencing that extends below ground is needed for diggers. And number five, use deterrence methods. This takes habitat modification a step further, installing hot wires or devices that scare the animal with noise or light, or using materials that smell or taste bad to the animal. One wildlife control operator based in Ashland suggested spreading cayenne pepper all around the areas I don't want the raccoons to be. Changing up deterrence tactics periodically helps prevent nuisance animals from getting used to them. Dana will present Dueling with Diggers from 10.45 a.m. to 12.15 p.m. at the Winter Dream Summer Garden Symposium coming up on Saturday, November 2nd at the RCC SOU Higher Education Center, 101 South Bartlett Street in Medford. Dana will also present Be Bear Aware at the conference from, 4 from 9 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. The Winter Dream Summer Garden Symposium begins at 9 a.m. and ends at 4.30 p.m. 
The cost is $45 if registered by October 20th and $55 afterward. A catered lunch is available for an additional $10. For more information about the program, speakers, and to register, visit the JCMGA website at www.jacksoncountymga.org. And that's it for The Literary Gardener this time. Thanks so much for listening and happy gardening.